do have a couple opening thoughts, uh, one of which I want to get uh, get to now that I've played it a little bit, but I just wanted to first off say hi to Brian, who's posted a couple comments in the chat. Thanks so much for joining us, and to everyone else who was watching. Uh, last week's Halloween party episode was really fun. Um, I noticed that uh, some people who listened to the podcast and such were actually, uh, we did really well numbers-wise with a couple of the Halloween shows. Um with the horror movies and stuff and the horror games. So, you know, I don't know if that's Isaac and Ben having some star power or if people just really like Halloween or what, but uh, thanks to everyone who did pop on and check that stuff out. Um, here's my opening thought. Well, t two opening thoughts, but I'll hit you with the first one. I've played Overwatch 2 now for about a week, um, having a decent amount of time to, like, sink my teeth into it, play a few games, and I have to tell you that I am already kind of bored. Now, it's, it's like, visually, like, the music is really good, the background music. I do like the five-team structure better than six, but it doesn't feel any different. Like, I just, I've been playing, and I don't, it just feels like Overwatch 1 with some, some upgrades, and, you know, the new heroes are cool. Uh, I just don't, I don't think it's going to sustain. I will say the Halloween event is neat, and it's definitely cool that it's, like, a bit more, you know, PvE with, like, some actual interaction between the characters, so that's kind of a neat, like, thing. But I'm just, I, I just want to, like, double down on the, the take I had sort of prematurely before I played the game that I thought this was basically just a big patch, and it, it feels that way in playing it now. Um, the uh, yeah, I would agree. I've stopped playing. <laughs> yeah, it's Sadly, just like, I, I have. I wanted to, and I, the, the, the shop is really pricey, like, the skins are expensive, I don't have any problem with free-to-play games charging for cosmetics. I truly don't care at all. And, and honestly, charge whatever you want. Like, people on social media are in an outrage, like, how could you charge this much, whatever. I really don't care. You don't have to buy it. Like, it doesn't mean anything. But it's just sort of like, I'm curious who the targeted audience is there when you're charging, like, $25 for a skin. Even Fortnite doesn't charge that much for, like, their top-level skins, and they've had some really cool skins come out. So... There's some stuff I think Blizzard could definitely benefit from fixing, uh, but overall, it's fine in the sense that Overwatch 1 was fine. It was nice to go back to it for a little bit, but um, I don't know. It's like uh, meeting up with like a childhood friend who you haven't talked to in a long time, and you're not really that close with anymore, and you grab lunch, and you reminisce a little bit, and then you're like, all right, well, this was fun, but I remember why we didn't really connect all that well, and I'm going to go back to my life and, and, you know, and all of that, so... Overwatch 2, a bit of a letdown for me, all things considered. It's fun. I had a bit of a good time, but I think I'll be uninstalling it pretty soon. I just, I don't think it's going to have the staying power for me. Yeah, I have to agree. I have it installed still, but I haven't had any, like, even with my free time, I was like, mm, I don't even want to play this, so I haven't. Yeah, it's just kind of, um, it's just kind of lame. Brian said Overwatch 1.5. I mean, yeah, Isaac Too talked much. about it it's ad nauseum. If you like it, you like it. And I'll tell you, you know, guys, check out Isaac's stream. He's it's he's definitely entertaining. He plays other stuff, but I know he's Overwatch is one of his main things. I'm not shitting on the game. I'm just saying that if you weren't someone who liked Overwatch 1, I don't think they've done really anything to make you think Overwatch 2 is... It's not like Titanfall where, like, the second game was, like, significantly an improvement on the first kind of thing. Um, it's just kind of there. And so, I mean, you would think they might capitalize on that hype that they had and, and really try to do something different, or, you know, I, I played the deathmatch mode, which I didn't like. I think Overwatch isn't really geared towards deathmatch, because there's so many different roles, and obviously roles like support and tank are going to be just less good in deathmatch than anything else. So, overall, that's kind of where I, uh, where I stand on that. I just wanted to, like, give some thoughts after actually playing it, versus just, like, speculating on what I think it's going to be. So, Overwatch 2 is... It's fine. I'd say it's a slight upgrade over its predecessor with some better music and a few things, but um, yeah, that's about it for me. So, um, track. Yeah, yeah. So, just wanted to put that thought out there. And my other quick thought is, um, I just wanted to report on the results. Um, although Scrooge just posted a comment, thanks for popping in by the way. Calling it Overwatch Two is a great way to get player intrigue. Bad way to advertise it for stands of Overwatch One. Yep. Yeah, I would say that's fair. Pretty much sums that up. <laughs> and it did. It got me into it, too. I said, I'll download it. I haven't played Overwatch in a while. I really want to give this a chance. And I just... I had fun the first couple times, but... And I played with some friends who get a little bit tilted very easily when they lose. And so I am very much the person that, like, I don't really care about winning or losing. Like, I'm competitive, but, like, I'll play a game. I just wanted to relearn, and I'm not going to sit there and get, you know, super into it. And it's hard to, you know, it's hard to play when you're relearning something from scratch. But even getting in there, like... It's just, I don't know, it's neat, and it's just kind of 
it's kind of there. So Nicole gets tilted, Isaac said. I just vibe. I don't, actually. I think it's more the opposite. Yeah, I've played uh, I've played Nic- with Nicole over a while. I mean, it's been a I couple yell, years, but, but I'm not fine. actually upset. No. Just like when I'm driving, I yell a lot at the other drivers, but they deserve it, you know? Well, I mean, it's a whole, you know, that's, that's a whole other conversation. Isaac said, people are beneath me. And Brian said, is that friend to your left? No, no, I honestly, Nicole and I haven't played games together in a couple of years because she, like, never has time for anything with all the Doctor Who, but, like, I've been trying to get her to download Fortnite because uh, there's. I'm a not Star downloading Wars Fortnite. Fortnite. Fortnite's fun, honestly. They're adding the characters I care the least about. You Darth know, Vader's if, if maybe if Grogu couldn't get me back, it, they tried. They were like, "Yeah, level 100 of the battle pass." I was like, "I'm gonna do this." I did not do it. it. I did not get close to doing it. It is a. Jo- it is so easy, and I'll tell you, I haven't played the game in like a month because we played a ton with the Darth Vader battle pass, and I took a break. But the no build mode is honestly really. Fun. I do it, like no build mode. I do not care for build modes. It's way too try hard. No offense to anyone that's like into it, but um, I think the no build mode is really fun. It is quite goofy being able to like run around as fucking Goku and shoot Darth Vader with a sniper rifle. Like it's just really fun, and I do like it a lot. Um, Brian said. Nicole, stop being lame and play with Brayden. Uh, Uncharted Horizon Duo stream. We have definitely talked about the idea of an actual game stream at some point, which I definitely want to do. We may... We, oh fuck, we could probably do a show. I mean, who knows? But, I, I mean, it doesn't have to be Fortnite. I mean, there's plenty of other games. But I, I just... Uh, I was just bringing up Fortnite, as I said, to say, like, in terms of free-to-play games, Fortnite really reinvents itself a lot, where there's new stuff. They change mechanics. You had the lightsaber. You had the blaster. You had the... The mm-hmm. DBZ stuff, it's not always the same game. It's constantly evolving. Overwatch just feels like they slapped a few new skins out and didn't really do anything to actually evolve the game. So that's my impression. I was, in, I was there for the live event for The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah? Where they released footage to Fortnite that was never actually in the movie. So the only way you could hear that footage and see that footage was fucking in Fortnite, which was hilarious to me. I actually didn't the know. dumbest marketing choice I've ever heard of in my life. Well, it might have worked. Mikamu said, play Bug Snacks. I've actually never played... Oh, Bug Snacks is so good. Underrated gem. It's adorable. Like, the characters are adorable. There's so many yeah. games I want to play, and I don't have a PS5. My roommate does, but, like, it's sometimes it's in the, our living room where, like, I can use it if he's not. Other times it's been in his room. I really want to play Kina and the Bridge of Spirits. I just have That's heard everything that that game is better to play on PS5. So, like, I'm just waiting for the opportunity to play yeah. that. Like, um, and Isaac said... Uh, what are you they... waiting for? Like I said, I don't have a PS5. My roommate does. No, like, what are you like, waiting for for the PS5? Oh, in terms of buying one? Yeah, stop. I just, I just, like, I just don't have a lot of money right now for it. Like, it, it, mm-hmm. I have, like, I just have bills to pay, college shit, like, whatever. And, like, oh, yeah, meaningly paying back. And it's just, it's not a need. Like, I have access to You know to what's wild is system. if you came to the work conference this weekend, you probably could have paid for it in overtime. That's true. I did make uh, <laughs> around $1,000 in overtime last time I worked at a work conference. That's but... two PS5. Actually, no, you know what? That's a PS5 and PSVR too, which is very expensive. <laughs> I gotta be honest with you. VR doesn't do it for me. I get headaches a lot playing VR. I've only played it very yeah. minimally, like Beat Saber. My dad loves it. He has the Oculus. I just don't I just don't love VR as a concept, and I think it's because it feels exhausting. And sometimes, like, I want to sit down and just play a game. Like, I want to, like, just hold the controller and play versus, like, having to be up, moving around. Like, I don't know. That's just me. Oh, um, it's it's a whole it's the whole body experience, even if you're not moving. <laughs> so Franken, it's tiring, for Franken sure. Frankenthing said, just play Kena and Ultra Wide. You just bought a new monitor. I did. I just bought... Actually, I bought monitors a couple weeks ago. I was not huge on them, more so than anything. I didn't love the curve, but I didn't hate the curve. It wasn't the, the be-all, end-all. They were just small screens, 24-inch, and I honestly thought it was going to be a different setup, just based on what I looked at online and how I envisioned it. And after a couple weeks, I'm like, I am not feeling these. So I did return them. I just bought a 32-inch, 34-inch ultra-wide monitor. So basically, it's going to take up, like, this much space on the desk, and then I'll have a vertical next to it. Um, So maybe games will look better. But I don't think Kena's available online right now. I think it's a PS5 exclusive. So I don't think I have any any option to play that at the time. Maybe if it comes out on Steam or something at some point, then um, I think I'm pretty sure it is, now now that you say it. Honestly, I'm not sure. Coming to PC at some point. Because it's not... Um, it was PlayStation exclusive, but I don't think the studio is a PlayStation studio. Oh, but okay. A couple of comments are coming in saying it's actually wrong. on Epic. It does, uh, oh, yeah, right. Okay, that's what I Epic thought. Store. I was like, it's either out already or is coming out. Okay, well, fair enough then. I didn't I didn't realize that. But I'll have to take a look then, because if it's on Steam, I'd be down to play it. I, I think that it looks really cool. I just 
I didn't really I wanted to play it on something where I could kind of enjoy it for what it is. It so. is very cool. I think what they went for they like nailed and uh the story's pretty good too. Okay, fair enough. Well, uh, that was a little lengthy, our opening thoughts, but given that we're pretty much one topic today, I just, it's always fun to talk about stuff, and, uh, hopefully once you get back, um, and are you, go- I, I don't remember, are you going to Comic-Con next weekend as well, or are you not going to be going It's at this all? weekend, so I can't go. Oh, I thought yeah. it was next weekend. Okay, I know, I know. No, I, I, I went to Boston Comic-Con, Boston, New, New York, York Comic-Con. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I was like, oh, I was like, I don't really need to go this well, one, it was an overlap, and two, the, like, I'm not going to spend more money to go to the same thing on a smaller scale. Fair. I still love Rhode Island Comic Con, but priorities. <laughs> That's true. Um, so, all right, before we move on, one one quick question for you. Um, uh, how was your Halloween? Did you get a lot of trick-or-treaters, and did you, uh, you know, find that any candy was particularly more popular than some others, perhaps? No, you know, I was very disappointed. I Like, maybe five or six visits on my street but none of my neighbors had decorations so like i was gonna write them strongly worded letters <laughs> yelling at them because my neighbors directly across from me didn't have their light on so like why are kids gonna walk all down the street for my house um and i did also miss a family because they rang my ring doorbell which goes to my phone and i had hands over so i wasn't phone and they didn't knock on the door I literally had a sign on the door that said "Trick or Treaters Welcome," mm. and the family walked up, rang the doorbell, and then just left. Which I don't know about you, but when I used to go trick or treating, I would if if I tried the doorbell and no one came to the door, and they clearly were set up for Halloween, like you would just knock, cause like what if someone's doorbell doesn't? Work? So I felt really bad about that, but I did get some other people. I even got teenagers, which I was very excited about because I don't think there should be an age for trick or treating. Like you can come, I don't care how old, you can be 95 if you want to come get candy at my house. Come on over, you know? Well, I didn't know I've that. I've hated... Yeah, well, no, I got to whatever age. People are like, you can't go trick-or-treating anymore. I was like, why not? I was like, I could be doing way worse things. Like, I'll be in full costume. I'm not just going to put a t-shirt on and call it a day. Like, I'll be in a full costume. Like, let me trick-or-treat, you assholes. All right, that's my rant. I'm How about you? you? <laughs> I, I'm with you. I, I was actually at my girlfriend's house for the night. Uh, we carved pumpkins. I carved my very first pumpkin for the first time. Um, it wasn't the greatest pumpkin ever, but I had like, uh, you know, I got cut the top open, got in there, ripped the guts out, used one of the scooper things. I was relatively proud of myself. Um, and I used a stencil actually to like get the shape of the, like a ghost and to pop him in there. Um, so that was fun. I definitely think she's far more talented than me when it comes to that, but we maybe got like less than 10 trick or treaters total. Um, really? which was cool because there was some leftover candy. Um, of course, I have so much leftover candy. I'm gonna mail it all out. All right, uh, I can swing by before you go and pick some up. If you have any Kit yeah. Kats or Reese's Fast Breaks, perhaps, um, because yeah, we didn't have a ton. It was weird, but I guess maybe it just depends on the area. Um, but I mean, yeah, my hey. friend who lives in like a wealthy neighborhood had like a hundred and something trick or treaters. I was like, yeah, that tracks. <laughs> There's a neighborhood not too far from you, and I won't say specifics for obvious reasons, but I used to live right down the street from where you live now, and and there's, like, a relatively wealthy, like, almost gated community neighborhood, like, maybe five minutes from your house, and we used to sneak through the fence and go back there, like, go back to that neighborhood, and they used to give out, like, the full-size candy bars and stuff, and uh, we used to go trick-or-treating over there all the time. I feel like that's that's a mark of wealth if you can afford full-size candy bars, because I wanted to do that, and then I went to buy some, I was like, absolutely not. I was like, in this economy? I was like, no, nah, they're getting Pokemon cards and regular size candy. Fair enough. Uh, I don't know if this is going to help anyone by the time this is actually listened to, but anyone that did want the, uh, that was interested in those Pokemon Halloween cards, uh, they're actually on clearance at Walmart now. Uh, Walgreens now. joking? Nope, they are $8 a bag at Walgreens because oh, the post-Halloween, which they're going to go quick because it's Pokemon, so I think based on, like, market trends in like a few years it'll be a desired collectible item but if you are interested in that check your local walgreens maybe even target walmart like all that it's marked as a halloween candy item so they are clearance so they are half price i did buy some clearance halloween things already at Target, and also some christmas stuff don't really christmas already listen look at our background this is celebrating christmas you know november 1st mariah carey gets defrosted and you can start (laughs) celebrating christmas 25 days is not long no i agree completely and the funny part is i'm joking with you but i went to kohl's today and actually bought this christmas tree scented candle 
um, because I returned something on Amazon and they gave me Kohl's cash and all the Christmas stuff is out and I have like as much as I like Halloween like Christmas is my favorite holiday by far and as far as I'm concerned like I don't decorate in the first week of November I'm very much a second week of November my Christmas lights go up and then everything else all the decorations go up like the third week around Thanksgiving but the way I see it is we're only here for you know a short time and if I want to enjoy the Christmas vibes for a couple extra weeks I don't think that I should be held back from doing that I mean like, Christmas and Thanksgiving to me, like, I love Thanksgiving because I like football and food and whatever, but I think they kind of blend together a little bit. Like, it's all sort of the Christmas holiday season. Yeah. Um, so but, as far as I'm concerned, yeah. put up your tree, fucking do what you want. You know, just, I, I always I always hate when they start putting Christmas stuff in stores before Halloween because then I feel like it's too soon. But now, free for all as far as I'm concerned. Oh, yeah. yeah. The first thing weeks. that we unanimously agree on. Hey, listen, I'm going to start prepping graphics for our, our Christmas month of shows sooner rather than later, just so I'm I'm good to go when the time comes. But I have one very quick rant. I know this went on a long time here. Uh, and also, Brian just very wrongly said, Christmas decorations in November? Blasphemous. You are heathen. And just let us have nice things. Yeah, like, honestly, you know? we, we just want to feel joy. We found common ground for once, and also Christmas is just, just a feel-good time of year. Like, it just I just feel better like i i am a millennial i'm depressed constantly let me enjoy right? just let us seeing have some, some christmas, christmas lights and 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 you know like the pine scented candles and the 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 whatever like i ain't harming you you know what i'm saying like you know the it's people just... that like actively don't like christmas like they have other shit going on you know you feel kind of bad for them yeah i agree completely my stepfather well it's not my stepdad anymore but like he used to hate christmas and i think i spitefully like gravitated towards it even more because like he didn't like it so i was like ah fuck you i like this <laughs> But I honestly, and I think a friend of mine said recently that when you get older, holidays get less exciting and they just kind of suck. And I don't blame people who feel that way, but I just don't ever want to have that mindset. Like, I don't know. I don't feel like just because I get older, I can't like holidays. Like, I don't understand that. Like, I don't, like, get to have a Christmas tree full of presents in the morning or whatever like I did when I was a kid. But, like, who's to say that I can't enjoy the Christmas season and make the most of it? And the same with Halloween and Thanksgiving and, you know, MLK Day and all the others. Like, there's just a lot of really fun... Um, things about that. Isaac spent 500 on a console, but not 1500 on a computer? What are you talking about? They're talking about me. I said I needed a Series X because the Series S graphics weren't cutting, and they were like, go to PC. I was like, yeah, because those are comparable prices. (laughs) They're not. (laughs) I I am very much pro-PC, but I think you definitely have to weigh the pros and cons. Isaac won't even let his girlfriend buy an iPad. I don't know how to sit here and criticize you for not spending 1500 on a computer. Yeah, he's telling me I'm an adult woman that that can afford things. I was like, listen, buddy, like, trust me, I got the money for it, but like, if you go living your life buying every single thing, hesitation, that's how you don't have money. Precisely <laughs> the <smart>. <laughs> Honestly, it's true. Listen, here's my very quick rant because this went on way longer than I anticipated it would. I went to Walgreens yesterday to buy Halloween candy on clearance, as I do every year in the 29 years that I have been alive. And it is 30% off now, not 50 have you ever? Well, no, you gotta go back. No, you gotta go back later before has, you know, like as it gets older. That has never been the case ever. You go to any store the day after Halloween and it is fifty percent off. Shaw's, Stop and Shop, Walmart, Target, everything is fifty percent off. And the, I don't know if it's just the economy or what, but I was like, first of all, all the good candy was gone. They had like like those Russell Stover like pumpkins and fucking Reese's pumpkins, which just suck because there's too much peanut butter and not enough chocolate. So there's no good clearance candy and. The audacity they charge, like, 30% off, like, one of the few sacred traditions we have left in this world is Arizona iced tea being 99 cents and Halloween candy being 50% (laughs) off. And now it's like, well, I don't even know what to look forward to anymore. Christmas. Well, that's true. Sorry, no. All right, so we're going to move on um, because we have stuff to talk about and uh, things to do. So our Ask the Host segment, Nicole, uh, I have a question for you. Do you want to go first or do you want to go second? Uh, you can ask first. All right, I'm going to ask you this question because it's going to wrap up our, our Halloween stuff and everything. Trick-or-treating, is it better to go with a pillowcase or a pumpkin head or plastic bucket? And I say neither. Really? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you can. I'd like to hear the Oh, you know why. what? No, I guess, I know, I think, like, towards the end of my trick-or-treating years, I used, like, a tote bag, you know, like, the reusable ones everyone has now. Yeah. But I think, I think more than, I do remember using a pillowcase, and I mean, I think the answer's pretty clear here. The pumpkin head's cute and all, but, like, the plastic shit, that's gonna break. You're either gonna run out of space, or it's gonna be too heavy, and it's just gonna be uncomfortable to hold. The plastic's gonna cut in your hand. Pillowcase... 
you got a shit ton of room yep. and it kind of has like the same magical physics that Santa's <laughs> bag of toys has where you can just like fucking throw that shit over your shoulder and all the weight's gone, you know? A hundred percent agreed with <laughs> much you. Much easier to carry. Very much pro pillowcase. When I was a kid, um, my parents used to like, we used to use the pumpkin head bucket when I was very young and then started using a pillowcase and the amount of candy you can take home is just significantly more impactful than that and if i ever have kids someday they will definitely go out with pillowcases because then i can take some of their candy when they come back and there won't be any you know real you know there won't be any real ramifications so i am pro pillowcase i i heard a debate about this the other day and some people were saying buckets and i just think i just think you're wrong really kind of going about it the wrong way so and buckets is like a nice thought and all maybe for like a toddler that's two houses yeah. but if you're serious about it now nah, you need the pillowcase for that room you know 100 percent agree yep i'm with you okay two things we have common ground on all right <laughs> what's your question then all right uh so let's see to tie into our god of war talk um of the gods i guess that you know about it can be from any mythology which one would you want to be which one would i want to be that's a good question yeah thor is the god of thunder right like I guess, mm. like, he's... But isn't Thor also, like, the god of... What world? are you, Thor, the god of hammers? <laughs> oh, that's that's interesting, <laughs> that too. That quote's hilarious. Because you could be a god of hammers and fix stuff, I suppose. Uh, like Hephaestus. Uh, the, um, Warforge god. The one that, like, things that is... The blacksmith forged. or something? Is yeah, that the blacksmith. Mean? That's the word I couldn't think of. Thank you. Okay. All right. Uh, fair enough. Um, I would probably have to say... I, could I said any mythology. Any mythology. Because the flying spaghetti monster technically counts as a deity. Ah, uh, I guess so, yeah. I like the flying spaghetti monster for what he is, but I also feel like it would not be comfortable to be that. You know what I mean? Just in sort of the, the build. Um, we actually did a presentation. I think I might have told this story before in college. Ah, in the our, sun god. In our Sorry, room. I was reading Isaac's thing. He Wait, said he Rise, the god good. of the sun? Is that... Yep. I would Ooh, say... Ooh, I just learned about Nurgle. Nurgle? Or is it Nurgle? Nurgle. I literally just learned about Nurgle the other day. It's the, uh, I forget which ethnic, or not ethnic, which, uh, what's the word <laughs> I used earlier? Uh, uh, <laughs> I already uh, forgot. Anthology. Mythology. No, uh, mythology, <laughs> that's the one, sorry. Mythology. Oh, gosh. Um, which mythology, or, like, which, like, group of people that is, but it's the god of the underworld, so it's, like, Hades. Oh, okay, so I would say probably the god of love. Because I feel like it'd be cool to be like a matchmaker to sort of like help people find so their. Cupid. Well, no, isn't 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 uh. No, Cupid. Cupid's a god. A god, but isn't Hermes also a no? Hermes oh, a god of Hermes love. Hermes is the messenger god. Who's I guess the god he could of be. Love though, Athena. Cupid. No, it's not oh, Cupid. Oh, love. It might, might, it might be, be Athena. Athena. Cupid's kind of lame. I don't like the underwear thing. Um, I would definitely say the god of love would be the way to go because I feel like you could. You could, uh, you know, bring people together, spread happiness and stuff. Eros, which well, is Cupid is the Roman god of love, but the counterpart in Greek is Eros, so it is just Cupid for a god, not a goddess. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess if I wanted to identify as a goddess, nothing's stopping me. Yeah, but, but I, you, you know that we've, like, humanized and, like, Americanized Cupid for sure. It definitely, may, maybe, and you know what? No, I'm probably lying. He because no, like, I, I always think of Cupid from Fairly Odd Parents, and he was just mm. very like unwelcome. <laughs> no one liked him. He wasn't. No one wanted him around, and he would always miss his arrows and shoot people. I would say God of Love because I think it could spread happiness, but also Loki, the god of mischief, because then you could mm. be like a trickster. You know, he's neutral. I'm not gonna like actively hurt anybody, but I could definitely like fuck with people. You know, I could teleport to someone's house and throw rocks at the door to make it sound like someone's you know at their house, and then teleport away. You know, little little things like that you could do just to mess with people would be kind of fun. Um, yeah. So yeah, I would either God of Mischief or God of Love. That's that's my choice. What is yours? Poseidon. You know, no hesitation. Okay, I guess that's fair. Yeah. Try it. I just want to be the God of the like sea. <laughs> all right, all right, fair enough. Well, that's uh, speaking of gods. Uh, we can finally talk about God of War as a whole. Finally, the... I didn't think we were gonna do this. You know, I, I, we were talking about what episode we were, or if we were gonna do uh, DC today, and I was like, well, we could talk about God. If you finish, and Braden actually did it, so props, props to him for that. I did, and I do want to say uh, because I want to talk about a few things in the story itself. So, 
I just want to put out like a spoiler warning right now because I think we yes. are going to talk <laughs> about some spoiler stuff. So I'm going to say a spoiler warning and give you like five seconds. If you're listening to the podcast, maybe skip ahead a bit if you don't care. This is spoiler for God of War 2018. I don't have any spoilers for Ragnarok, obviously. So we are going to have a few spoiler discussions. So please be aware that if for some reason you're still waiting on God of War 2018, now we are going to actually start discussing it. So, Okay. God of War 2018. There are so mm -hmm. many things. The ending just completely tripped me up. And Atreus being Loki, I, I never... I I fully predicted That's that... That's the one. That's when I was like, you haven't got spoiled for you yet? And you were like, no. And I was like, all right. <laughs> honestly, I had a feeling he would find out. I didn't... I honestly thought he was going to be human. Um... It, well, he is. So he's part human, like he's part mortal, but also part giant. Right. And also part, part god. god. <laughs> so, again, Faye being a giant was another interesting sort of thing that tied into, like, the mountaintops of the giants and all of that. And there was sort of this interesting, although I don't remember them ever positioning her as, like, a literal giant. Like, she wasn't, like, huge. No, so I that think was... that similarly, like, how in the MCU, Loki's, like, a giant. He's not an actual giant. I think that in my be like a term they use okay. but also she, i think she was a half giant which is why she appeared like she was half mortal half giant okay. so like she just didn't have the actual physical qualities of a giant which is why kratos that makes sense okay so yeah there was that there's a lot and i know you have story points so i'll let you kind of walk us through and get everybody caught up from the start but uh as far as the story goes i mean that's the best part of the game by far um i did yeah not... it's a very cool moment the combat was redundant, in my opinion, and towards the later later in the game, it just starts to get so repetitive, and I find that to be the one real turnoff. You know, how many times am I going to fight the Draugrs over and over again? It's just, like, the same thing, and I'm really, really happy to hear that in the new game, they've sort of bridged away right. from that a little bit. That's great. That just shows me that, like, obviously there's, you know, things to uh, kind of look forward to in that regard, but story-wise, that spoiler with Atreus being Loki... I and Balder being Freya's son, and then Freya's reaction when Balder dies. Like, what option did Kratos have? Balder was literally, literally. trying to kill her. Like, so he'd rather have died to like protect her son than Kratos kill him, which I find crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, although I guess technically Kratos would have probably died to protect his own son, so maybe you could you know put those things together. But I just, I don't know. I find that interesting. And of course, now with with uh, what is it, Thor being dead. You know, Ragnarok starts early, and, and of course... Thor is alive. Not Thor, sorry. Thor's Balder. son died. Yeah. So, and, and uh, Brian said, Kratos could have let Balder just do his thing. It had nothing to do with him, and now they're deeper in shit because of it. But the thing is, Balder wanted to kill Freya, and Kratos was trying to save her. I mean, he's kind of like, damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like, he did the right, right thing, but then he got blamed for it. So, why don't you... Bring us through your uh, little bullet point story recap that you have. Little, little is an understatement. Okay. A lot happened in this game. But I tried to, I like wrote down the major things and I'll like try to like go through in case anyone, like me, it's been a while for you to have seen or played God of War. Um, so the whole point of the game is Atreus' mother dies, Kratos' wife, and your goal is to go to the highest mountain in the realm, or of all the realms, and spread her ashes. Um, so they go to do that. Balder shows up, this dude. <laughs> they fight him. You find out Balder, uh, can't feel anything, can't feel pain, so it's a very difficult fight, and Kratos wins by snapping his neck, so presumably dead. Um, they continue on their merry way, they meet the Witch of the Woods, they get information from her, they go on a boat, you know, it's a nice boat ride. <laughs> they wake up the World Serpent, if you remember that, his name's like Yor- Yormonger. I don't know how to pronounce his name. He's a really big snake, pretty much. Um, this whole thing is pretty much like a fucking fetch quest of them going to all these places and trying to just get to where they need to go. Um, they need to travel to a different realm, so they go back and meet this witch again. She gives them a Bifrost, which if you've seen anything in the MCU, that's how Thor travels around. Little fucking Asgardian rainbow type thing. Um, they go to Alfheim for some reason. <laughs> they have, uh, Kratos has a vision of his wife there. Uh, they defeat a lightning dragon. They see Balder alive with two other people that they don't know who they are at the time. Um, they end up meeting or having to 
rescue Mimir. I don't know why you found him. He's just there. He's the old talking head companion guy. Um, well, and they were torturing he's... him, right, for information? Isn't that Oh, what right, yes. Because yeah, yes. Odin wanted information, so they cut his head off. Oh, he cuts his head off so he can take him with him or something because he's bound. Yeah, Yeah. so Balder and two other unknown people at the time were talking to Mimir. They end up leaving. Kratos and Atreus meet Mimir. Mimir's wicked smart. He knows things. Um, he tells them that the tallest mountain is actually in Jotunheim, which is the, the giant. So this whole time they've been trying to go to the wrong mountain. So now they need to get to Jotunheim. Um, they go back to the Witch of the Woods. I think they find out it's Freya from Amir. I believe he's the one that tells them that. So you find out her name's Freya. She reanimates him so that Mimir is able to uh, travel with you. Um, you find out that you need to speak to the last giant to be able to get into Jotunheim. And the last giant ends up being the World Serpent, which is interesting. So they go back and talk to that dude. He tells them what they need to do. He needs to go get a key pretty much to get to Jotunheim. Um, so they go to get that, and then they end up meeting the two people that were with Balder, which was Magni and Modi, which are Thor's sons. Yes, that fight. Kratos ends up killing Magni, one of the sons. Not good. Um, Magni ends up coming back later in the game. Uh, Atreus goes fucking nuts. He pretty much goes into a Spartan rage like Kratos does if you've played any of his games. Um, and then he runs off again, so he's still not dead. Um, this whole time, because Atreus has been going into, like, a Spartan rage, or just, like, awakening his godness that he doesn't know about. I forgot to mention that this whole time. <laughs> Atreus doesn't know that he's a god and doesn't know Kratos is a god either. Oh, he wouldn't put two and two together, but he's a kid, whatever. He gets pretty sick, um, so Kratos needs help. The witch tells him, or the Freya tells him he needs to go to Helheim, which is exactly what it sounds like. You have to travel to hell. That's that realm, realm of the dead. Um, but the catch there was everything in Helheim frozen over, so Kratos, uh, Kratos, I just combined their names, Kratos is like, frozen axe, the, uh, Leviathan axe is not gonna do anything, and this is another big spoiler, but you end up going back to your home and retrieving the Blades of Chaos, so if you've played any of the old God of Wars, that was, like, Kratos' signature weapon, chain blades are really So, he goes to Helheim. Kills the troll guy that he needs to get the key for. Helps uh, Atreus get better. And then he finally has to tell Atreus that they're gods. From this point on, Atreus becomes a fucking little shit. <laughs> that is the only way you can put this. This kid's like, oh my god, we're gods. Like, I can do whatever I want. Fucking, like, I'm better than everyone else. Like, just literally the worst a child could be. He becomes very annoying. <laughs> um, but... You, uh, Atreus ends up solving a puzzle related to Ragnarok so they could get the rune to Jotunheim. Um, I wrote in my notes, Atreus is an ass again. <laughs> Modi shows up again. So Modi's the other son of Thor and he's upset because his brother died. Um, Atreus is a little shit and stabs him in the neck and kills him. <laughs> and Kratos is like, bro, what the fuck? You can't do that. Like, we killed one god. That's bad enough. Kratos doesn't want Atreus going back down. Because, as you know, Kratos is the god of war and killed a bunch of gods. A bunch of Greek gods, anyway. Many. And now they're killing Norse gods, which is not gonna do well for them. Um, Baldur shows back up. Surprise, he's not dead. Destroys the gate to Jotunheim. Unfortunately. <laughs> um, Baldur ends up taking Atreus on a dragon. And then you have to, like, fight him for a bit. All three of you get... Um, here, I don't know why or how, I forget. You learn that Baldur is... Actually Freya's son, and she's the reason he can't feel any pain, but she, uh, that means he also can't feel pleasure. So he's like wicked upset with his mom doing that. Um, Brock and Sindri, which are two elves you meet along the way, uh, help you like that's pretty much where you go to upgrade your abilities and stuff. They help you get a key to go to Jotunheim. Um, some other shit happens that you don't really need to know about. They need to get Mimir's other eye. So that he can be at full power, and I guess Odin ripped it out, and of course it's inside the world serpent. You end up going for a little swim. You go inside the serpent to find what you're looking for. Um, guess what? Balder shows up again. They fight. They find out that he does have a weakness, and it's some, like, special arrow Atreus had. So all of them get into a fight. Freya ends up showing up, and she's like, no, you can't kill my son. Um, Fair. Yeah, Atreus remembers something Mimir told him, and he ends up speaking to the World Serpent in a different language, so that was kind of like, 
an important thing that that's one of Atreus's possible abilities, just being able to know other languages. They learn. Oh yeah, so yeah, this is the thing you mentioned. Balder tries to kill his mother after he's done fighting Kratos. He's like, all right, I'm fighting you guys more because Freya kept getting in the way. So <laughs> fucking Balder tries to kill his mom, and Kratos ends up killing him to stop him. And, and Freya's mad for some reason. Yeah, she's very upset. So that's another like key point to remember for the sequel. We leave off with Freya, the witch of the woods, and a goddess being very upset with them. Um, they finally get to Jotunheim, and I believe this is where like there's the big mural, which is like where we learn a lot about their family and who Atreus is. Uh, they learn that their mother was part giant. And all of the events in the game are actually painted out on the wall here, which is interesting. So it's kind of like, in the past, they knew what was going to happen in the future, because everything we did in the game was painted on this mural already. Um, they find out, obviously, that Atreus is part god, part giant, and part mortal now. And a very important scene for, I think, our discussion on Ragnarok is one of these painted images is Atreus knelt down holding a man which we'll talk about who we think that could be. I think it's pretty clear who it's going to be, but... Um, and then, yeah, they finally go to the top of the mountain and scatter their ashes, finally. Um, and during this moment, Atreus mentions that the mural the entire time calls him Loki. Kratos just brushes it off. He's like, oh, that's just what your mom wanted to name you, like your original name. And they, like, leave it at that. But that's a pretty big revelation because yeah. we all know... It's, it's obviously not MCU Loki, but we it's still the same. It's a Norse god that's uh, the god of mischief, which tracks for Atreus, if you know anything about him. Um, Mimir ends up telling him that their actions along the root of the game, probably killing Thor's sons, um, brought on Fimblewinter, which is the three-year-long winter preceding Ragnarok. Um, and then the game ends with Atreus dreaming, and they see a vision of future Thor at their doorstep, and that's how the game ends. So that is a lot, but pretty much key takeaway is Freya's pissed. Um, their mother was a giant who knew what was going to happen long before uh, Atreus and Kratos ever did. And then Atreus is actually Loki, and Thor is very angry. So that's that's where we're left off into Ragnarok. Yeah. Fair. Hey, uh, I don't. that was a better recap than I could have done. I don't know if anyone else is hearing this or if it's just me, but it sounds like your mic is cutting out very, like, every couple of, like, sentences. So That's I thought annoying. I thought maybe it was just me, and then I was watching the sound, and the sound's actually cutting out every few seconds. So I'm curious if anyone else is listening has picked up on that. I just want to make sure that if, because, like, obviously that was a great recap, and I, I would suck if half of it got cut, but I, I heard okay. most of you, but it did look like it was cutting. So I don't know if Brian's still in here, whoever else is watching, but if you guys have noticed that the mic cut out, just let me know. I'm just, I want to make sure that, because uh, your sound is up and on, so I don't know what's going on there. I just wanted to make sure. Um, okay. but anyway, that was a really good recap and honestly, I, you, better than I could have done. Um, if you guys have, have, I, you know, being basically caught up with this as of yesterday, it's like, all right, well, you know, I, a lot of it's fresh. Um, but also I started the game months ago. So a lot of what happens early on, you know, wasn't anywhere near a, as fresh. I was a bit in the middle. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a really, really fun story. It's a really interesting way of sort of taking that approach to mythology Despite what the person who angrily reacted to me on Twitter would suggest, there was a gentleman on Twitter who, like, posted something about the game being terrible, and then we looked at his, like, replies to other tweets, and he just literally, all of his tweets on his account are, like, going on to random tweets about God of War and shit-talking it, so I don't know if he was, like, wronged by somebody, if that's Baldur's Twitter account, maybe, like, what's going on, but, uh... He's just sort of sort of there, but I think, overall, a lot of people really like this game, and I will say that as much as I didn't love the gameplay combat after a while i did really like the optional quests the optional sort of improvement options that you have and the story is just top notch like it just does such a great job of like presenting a different side of kratos and really setting up for the next game obviously the uh the hype is real and now there's there's so many questions probably more questions than answered um but overall i think it was a great game i definitely think it's probably the best title the ps4 has had or if not the best it's definitely in that category of the top and, um, yeah, I like it a lot. I think there's a reason that we ended up deciding on that as our game of the, uh, as our game of best game of all time, even though you could definitely argue that a few other games might be in that conversation. Uh, it's really, it's really good up there. And the story is the, the, the primary reason for that. 
I would agree. Yeah, it's very good. So I saw a lot of like game content that's there if you want to. Um, there's like some stuff on the map that's like hidden that you need to like do things to get to, or you can go and try to kill the Valkyries, which fuck no. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard, but killing the Valkyries is very difficult and part of the platinum trophy, and they'll they'll fuck you up and I forget where they are like in different, but. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool getting to go to, like, the different realms like that, and I think in Ragnarok we're gonna end up seeing a few more, especially Asgard, which is gonna be cool, because obviously, again, we've seen it in MCU's interpretation, and it's gonna be different for God of War, for sure, but it'll still be cool to go see the interpretation of that others. Yeah, they also showed a bunch of other lands you don't even travel to from that realm room, mm. so I gotta imagine they're gonna revisit that at some point, otherwise why would you show them? So... Right. Um, yeah, I mean, for in terms of the story, the way it, Freya just, I mean, unreasonable, really. Uh, he saved her life. <laughs> like, what, what's he supposed to do? If he had just let her die, then everyone would have been like, wow, he's an asshole. He still couldn't be a decent person after all of this. So, um, you know, Atreus does turn into a little bit of a bitch at some points during the game. I mean, I think early on you really kind of sympathize with him because his dad basically like, doesn't know how to be a dad and he just is trying to deal with the loss of his mother while also like surviving um, and you see him kind of come into his own but then he like once he finds out he's a god he just sort of becomes like entitled and all the goodwill that he built up as sort of this character you root behind like that goes away for a little bit and you're just like man this kid's a piece of crap like what are you doing especially when he shoots Kratos with the arrow because he gets cocky and he basically temporarily takes him out of the equation so that he can fight and and, and of course that's when he gets kidnapped and dragged away so you know, it's like, that's kind of what you get, you little shit, but now Kratos has to save him, so, you know, it's very interesting, it, obviously, like, no one in the game is, like, this perfectly good character, which is really neat, like, Kratos is literally still a piece of shit who murdered, like, thousands of people, pretty sure he He's killed- He's trying him. to be better. For his kid, right, so it sort of shows the growth and the development, I mean, in the original games, he literally just murdered, and some of it was because he was, like, brainwashed or sort of in a blind rage, if you will, but, like, doesn't change well, he the was in contract, I think, for the- ones i think I, I forget with who i haven't actually played the original games i was relying oh, okay. on what friends told me and story recaps that i read before i started playing yeah this he one. pretty much goes on a rampage and kills a bunch of the gods but there's a reason like yeah. it's not just him being up these gods i think he ends up having to for some i think reason. yeah he, he's deceived by one of the gods i think who like basically yeah. tricks him and then i think after that he just gets kind of pissed so he basically causes like the apocalypse or like all the gods just they all he just kind of they all die he kills them all um the greek gods anyway uh so you know not exactly the best you know role model but you know it's uh it's the reality of the world it's not black and white necessarily sometimes it's gray and red so i think um I think overall the game is just really good. Um, I'm pumped for Ragnarok. I I hope that they improve on the combat, and we can kind of pivot now, if you want, to what we're hoping for and thinking for out of Ragnarok, uh, if you want to take that step and sort of jump into talking about our predictions and hopes for that game. Yeah, no, I would agree. I think so far they've said that they're going to be overhauling the um, mechanics, or at least, like, uh, including more enemy types. I think that's something I really variety. Um, but I could see us probably gaining, I think, I haven't looked into a lot of it because I didn't want it to, like, be, I wanted to, like, be, like, a new experience when I actually play the game. Like, I didn't want to watch every single breakdown and read every single review because I know there's, like, when the embargo goes up tomorrow, like, I'll probably look at, like, the review scores, but I'm probably not going to read much because their thoughts can give a lot. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping for pretty much what horizon has to do like when you have a game like this that's similar like you pretty much just need to take what people really liked about the first game and just make it better and expand upon it like don't get rid of the stuff people liked but like add things on better um i do see so just talking back to the mural we saw at the end of the game with atreus kneeling over somebody i think it's highly likely that kratos dies in this game um, so if anyone didn't know, this is actually the end of the Norse saga for God of War. They didn't say this is the last God of War game ever, but this is kind of like a two-parter. So we have God of War 2018 and Ragnarok, and then they'll move on and do something else with the series in some way. But I think it's highly likely Kratos is going to die, um, and pull like a kind of a Last of Us situation, or uh, where like you end up playing as Ellie while Joel, Joel's indisposed. <laughs> Um, which I think would be really cool, or even if he, Kratos is still alive and just, like, 
taken out of the equation, like, say, fucking Thor kidnaps him, or, like, they imprison him in Asgard, and you get to play as Atreus for a while, like, I think that'd be really cool, because the first game, you kind of just hit a button to have Atreus, like, use his bow and stuff, but I think having the opportunity to play as Atreus for, like, a longer portion of the game would switch things up in a pretty significant way to give, um, to make it feel different than the first game. Do you think that's likely? I, I think it's possible. All I ask is that they don't make it so you have to play control both at the same time. I think, you know, pressing right. the button for Atreus to shoot is fine, but having to manage two characters throughout the entirety of the game would be a lot, and I don't particularly want to do that because I just find it distracting. Um, if you were to take Kratos out of the equation and make it so that you could do more and play more as Atreus, I'd be interested in that. Um, I worry, not worry, but I, I, I highly, highly doubt they kill Kratos off because... He's one of the biggest mascots for PlayStation as a whole, and I wonder whether or not future games would sell with Atreus as the main marketing sort of force behind it. So whether or not that is, you know, a new God of War story that is just branched off separately, or if Kratos somehow... I mean, I don't know. You said it's the last of the Norse saga. I haven't heard anything about mm -hmm. that. I didn't know if they were going to make a trilogy or what the plans were. Um, and I guess we won't really know. But I, I would be very surprised if they killed him off permanently. Um, you know, with The Last of Us, on one hand, it sort of worked. On the other hand, like, Joel is still sort of, like, the biggest selling point there. But Ellie had a lot of marketability, I think, in terms of, like, a character people cared about and sort of rooted for. In the first game, you played as Joel. I mean, that now, and that's a whole other conversation, right? But, like, I don't particularly care about Ellie anymore because I think she's just kind of turned into, like, a shithead. Um, so in terms of like getting me to buy three, which obviously I would because Last of Us, the selling point to new people, you know, that's going to be a tough one. I guess you could technically be like, yeah, you know, Atreus, if he has like a defining moment and really comes into his own in this game and sort of gets established as a force that you should care about, then maybe. Um, but I think your scenario of him possibly being taken out of the equation, whether it's imprisoned or temporarily sidelined and you play as Atreus, that could be possible. Um... But can Kratos yeah, I think even die? I don't think he can die. Isn't that literally like I his curse? Gods do die. <laughs> no, no, but I thought his curse was that he couldn't. Isn't that why he has to wear the ashes of the people he killed and basically just live forever, essentially? That's like his his thing? I think he can, because I think he'd be a lot more reckless if he was actually invincible. Uh, maybe that was a thing in the first games, but I don't know about now. I, I think guess. he's just pretty skilled and doesn't end up dying, but... Um, but yeah, I just found the um, quote I was talking about. God of War Ragnarok will be the final game in the North Saga to avoid stretching the story too much. You cut out a little bit on me there, but I heard the general sense of what you said that it'd be the final game in the North Saga to avoid over. Yeah, so it's just these two, yeah, because they didn't want to take it out. They said each game took like five years to develop, Jeez. so they didn't want to make 15 to tell the story, so they kind of just wrapped it up into two. Um... I think, obviously, Kratos did kill a god in the first one, but then, like, Atreus kind of made things worse because he, like, attacked somebody that was defending. So now they're on to both of Thor's are gone and, and Baldur. So, um, I don't think Atreus, like, I don't know how far into Ragnarok we're going to be because, like I said, it's a three-year winter in between uh, 2018 and Ragnarok, whenever that happens. So, like, we'll still be a little shit probably he's gonna be a teenager hmm. but like i could see him really fucking up and like either getting kratos killed or obviously something bad happening to kratos, and then like we have to play again like i don't think it'll feel like the last of us 2 but like when you end up playing somebody you don't want to like when you end up playing as um abby and then but with atreus you'd have the opportunity to like see him become a better person and like a better guy over the course of the game um I still think we're going to play, like, a pretty much a majority as Kratos, but I think at some point it would be cool just to see what it would be like to play him with, like, because, like, that's adding a whole new like, mechanic to the game and, like, different, uh, a completely different, game um, like, style. a moveset, yeah. Um, one of the characters they announced for Ragnarok was, I think her name's Agroboda, or Ag I don't know if I'm pronouncing that wrong, um, and in mythology, that's one of Loki's wives, and she's, like, a young girl in it, too, so... I could totally see Atreus taking over as the person we're playing as and have her be the character that's, like, tagging along to, like, switch the roles up. 
Yeah, I guess that's possible. You, you know, maybe you don't even have to tag along necessarily, depending on you know what the story is and what's going on. I think the the tagging along element of the first game works really well because they're like in the mountains and it's feasible that there's not a lot of other people around. So why would you like? It, it keeps the game interesting and dialogue moving. If they're in Asgard for a lot of this and there's constant things, then maybe you could temporarily write Kratos out. Um, but ultimately, I, I I don't know. I guess it's kind of cool not to know, right? Like I think. It's definitely a lot of different directions they could take it. Is Freya going to be an enemy? She obviously still has issues with Odin. Will she come to her senses and realize that like Kratos didn't really have much of a choice? Um, you know, hopefully, because I liked her as a character. But she's a mom. She lost her son. I mean, who she cursed. So, I mean, I don't know. There's some weird dynamics going on there with that relationship. Maybe they should seek counseling. Um, but I think there's a lot of questions to be answered. And obviously... You're probably gonna have to fight. I would imagine even more gods than than they did, you know, last time around. And the way that the, the game ended, uh, with the secret ending, quote unquote, um, sets up the stage for you know, I guess technically the game could pick up right where it left off. But I don't know what the plan is, and I don't know if they're gonna do a time skip or what. So, it's yeah, because Atreus looks a little bit older with the character model, um, but they could pick up right from just so we can play out the Thor scene. Mm -hmm. um, one thing I did see people say online was. Oh, is Milnir gonna have the recalling ability? Because I guess that's not something that's actually part of the mythology, and it's kind of like something that Marvel adapted a bit. Okay. But in one of the trailers, I believe he does recall his hand, which is like I think that you know it's like recalling the Leviathan was sick. So like having yeah. Thor having that ability to recall Milnir just makes sense. <laughs> yeah, and who knows? Maybe Thor could end up be. I mean, there's a lot of different things. Could Odin be the main bad guy at the end or the main enemy? I mean, this is just sort of like you can't. I mean, who do I don't know. I don't know what Ragnarok is technically. Is it just like a war? It's to the end, end of the world, war? right? But it's <laughs> caused by something, right? Is it the end of the world because the gods they caused it? End it, or is it like an apocalyptic weather event? Like, what is it? Are we talking? You know what I mean? Right. Like, does a comet hit the world and it's destroyed, or is it just all the infighting with the gods and the, the war, the all-out war, just destroys everything? Um, I mean, it seems a... like that's what it will be for this. I mean, like for the MCU, they had the big bad that was literally going to destroy the world that they prevent. Ragnarok from happening, I guess. But I don't know what it will be in this context. Right, right, right. So, so, I mean, the Ragnarok could be a lot of things. It doesn't necessarily mean the world as a whole is just wiped off the face of the the, 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 the universe. It could just mean that everything as you know it and everybody... I mean, who the hell knows? I mean, there's a billion different interpretations of it, so... It might just be, like, the end of Asgard, which... Yeah, like, is it the end of the gods? And all of them, because Asgard's the home of Whereas, like, the other realms, not so much. Right, that's my thing. So Ragnarok may, I mean, what, is it, what does it really mean? Is it destroying all the realms? Is it the serpent? Is it, I mean, so that's cool. I mean, obviously we're not supposed to know that right now, so that's not, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of a thing. But I think as a whole, there's a lot of excitement about the game. I'm really interested to see where the story goes more than anything else. There's a million different ways they could take it, and most of them would be pretty good. Um, but overall, it was a really fun game. I, I think... The, there were some shock factor moments. Will we see Atreus start to get some of his powers or come into some of his powers as, cool. as Loki? And maybe it's not only using an arrow. Maybe he's got some other skill sets or abilities. You know, will he get Spartan Rage? I got to imagine that, like, he'll actually maybe be able to utilize that. So there's a lot to look forward to. Um, it's a beautiful game visually, like, based on what I've seen for previews. And obviously, I think it's going to be best played on next gen consoles. Um,. I wouldn't play it on Switch. Uh, you know, not that you could, but I'm sure someone may find a way. I think right. I think it's going to be a really exciting game, and I'm excited to talk about it and to play it and sort of get your thoughts and to sort of go through it, you know. Um, who knows how long it'll take and whether or not it'll be something that's finished right away, given how long it took me to get through the first one. But uh, I think I, st I stalled a little bit with the first one because I got distracted. And, and sometimes for me, when you get out of a game or you stop playing it for a while it's hard to just get back into it like like i i wanted to get back into it it just i didn't have the time and then i didn't have the drive and that game specifically with god of war the combat for me was a little bit of a turnoff so it was like eh, i could play but i could do something else you know i'll go back to it so i i think i think there's a lot of reasons for optimism about ragnarok i think it has potential to be a massive hit for sony um and really just be a good exclusive that should make waves hopefully um but yeah, that's that's where I'm so, at. So uh, I have a question for you then. Of course. The uh, God of War 2018 is sitting at a 94 on Metacritic. Mm -hmm. Where do you think Ragnarok's gonna be? 
Probably in Asgard. Isn't that what you just told me? Hilarious. Sorry. Um, so funny. I well, so I would say I would I would say one of two things, and this may be a cop out, but I think it's either going to be around an eighty-five or a ninety-nine. And what I mean by that is the game's either going to blow expectations right. out of the water and meet what people are expecting, and it's just going to be a, a highly rated game that tells the story in a great way, or it's going to be underwhelming and. Uh, you know, people are just going to not like it as much as the first one, maybe because the first one had a novelty to it in the sense that it was like a, you know, a different take on the character and just a really not original story idea, but sort of like a new approach to God of War and something people weren't expecting. So I think it could go either way. But if I'm, you know, taking based on what critics and reviewers have said, it seems to be across the board that people are pretty, pretty pretty I, high on it. So I think it's going to end up being a success. I think it'll probably be a high mm -hmm. 90 yeah, I'd like to see it stay there. Um, with another example, with like um, Horizon uh, Zero Dawn, the name of the first one, uh, it actually sits a point higher than Forbidden West, which is funny because most of the reviews were like, "Oh, it's better in every way." If it's better in every way, how is it not a little bit higher? But I think mechanic-wise and like graphically, they can say that. But I, having played both of those games, the story fell a little short compared to the first one so mm -hmm. i think there's definitely a lot of pressure for a sequel to live up to how well the first one did and with god of war 2018 winning game of the year i think the stakes are up there but at the same time i think people really love kratos as a character even if 2018 was their entry point to him um even though you could argue that he's a very uh, cold and stern father i still think like at the end their relationship is in a much better place than when they started even though interest is being a little asshole now they're still in a better place than when they did. And even though, like like you said, he is a god of war, he's killed so many gods, like, ruthlessly, like, you still sympathize with him a bit. So, I don't know, I think a lot of people are going into this with the expectation of it being good, and they're not expecting to be let down. Yeah, and to be honest with you, it sort of tells that story that no parental-child relationship is perfect. I mean, there's always ups and downs, and this is obviously telling that story in a different setting, but it's still a father who has a kid, and he, you know, he maybe changes his ways, and he cares about the kid, and it changes him. So it does a good job of exploring that familial dynamic in a very, very different setting, and obviously it doesn't erase what Kratos did, but you do. You see him as sort of somebody who's like, he's an asshole, but he cares about his kid, and so he has some redeeming qualities, right? It's literally like Joel and, and, and Ellie from The Last of Us, where it's like, Joel is kind of a shit person, but he's also, you know, he's been through a lot, and uh, he, you know, he's, he's got to deal with what he's got to deal with, so, yeah. We'll have I, to save the who's a better dad talk for another because we can get into that. Who's that dad? Yeah, we can rank video game dads, make a list. Best dads in gaming. Yeah, people are going to be real mad when Kratos is number one. They're going to be like, what? No. <laughs> That'd be number one, I mean. Simpsons, no, he wouldn't. I'm Simpsons kidding. Hit and Run exists, right? That's a classic. I, uh, I think he chokes his son a lot. But, well, maybe, know. but I mean, if the kid deserves it. No, I'm just kidding. Um... So yeah, that's uh, a lot to look forward to. God of War Ragnarok releases November 9th, so it's a week from today. Um, Sonic Sonic Frontiers releases November 8th, so just something ah. to be aware of. I um, I actually kind of want to play that at some point. I do. Me too. Um, I'm a little bit... Uh, maybe a Black Friday sale. You think it'll yeah, drop by that soon? Maybe. I don't know if you remember a couple of years ago when Doom was on sale at Walmart. It was accidentally like... Oh my god, I got it. Yeah, I remember. No, it was so cheap. It was and like $9. It was an accidental pricing thing, because I remember you told me about it, and, and I'm like, maybe it's something like that. Maybe they accidentally priced something. But I mean, it's a Sonic game, so there's a good chance that, you know, it's probably going to be a bit of a letdown, because they just can't seem to get it right, but I'm excited about it. It looks cool. It. The idea of it seems pretty cool. Yeah, I think the problem is, excuse me. Oh, I can't stop yawning. I think the problem is that they, they kind of rush out games from time to time. I don't know if it's just like going to meet a quota of like, hey, we got a new Sonic game out every two years. But like the, the IP and the character, obviously, people like. And I just think there's got to be ways to like make it work. But, you know, it looks interesting. It's obviously going to fail in comparison to God of War no matter what. It's not going to beat it in sales. Um, there'll be a lot of interesting stuff to track with that. But um, So you won't be able to really, you know, even when we do next week's show, you won't really. We, neither of us will really have time to, to get into it all that yeah, much. Yeah, I'm taking I'm taking Thursday off to pretty much play God of War. So maybe, and plus since I'm traveling Wednesday, I was thinking maybe if we push the show by a few days, that way so we can have like late thoughts. 
Yeah, I think so, too. Because if we do Wednesday night, I'm not going to have a chance to play it. Um, I don't think Wednesday is going to work for you, especially with the timing and whatnot. We don't want you to be right. tired. We'll we'll do something. You know, I've always wanted to try a show on a weekend day at some point, like a Saturday yeah. or a Sunday we night, I mean, maybe a Sunday night yeah. show or something, just to see if more you know sometimes more people are available then so we'll we'll talk about that if you guys are following us on social media we can put up the details um for when the next yeah, we'll show tentatively will be. say not wednesday no it will not be wednesday that's all i know right now um so then that brings me to the uh sort of our wrap up here what's on the horizon for you i mean we kind of already talked about it early but uh you know other than doctor who uh anything planned anything going on the next couple of days are you um you know just... yeah i'm watching doctor who i caught still a great show it's really worth your time if you're star wars in any capacity it has a very different vibe than some of the other shows they've been putting out for star wars lately um yeah doctor my free time i'll be traveling for work um i'll probably i was gonna read but i probably end up just downloading a doctor who watch as i travel but um and then actually yeah next week besides god of war the wakanda forever comes out that's the movie, true. so I'll be I'll be seeing that opening night on Thursday. So I'll be taking a God of War break to watch that movie. So pending on when we do the podcast, I can <laughs> have some thoughts on that too. <laughs> I am going to see that on Thursday as well. So I will definitely. I think that may be something we can dive into if we need some more time on God of War. I I unfortunately don't think I'll be really be in a position to get it right away because again, I don't want to play it on PS4. And so I think my roommate's going to get it for PS5. Maybe once he finishes, I'll get a chance to play. Um, but I'm going to try to avoid spoilers as best I can. Um, I mean, yes, if it happens, you know, if it happens, it happens. I don't actively seek them out. I also have had things spoil for me and it doesn't ruin the game for me or the movie. Like I, I, I'm not like one of these people who like, I don't want to be spoiled, but I, I've seen spoilers for things and it, I still enjoy the experience. Um, but especially because, you know, reading a Wikipedia line or a tweet about what happened is very different from seeing it actually happen and sort of reacting to it and whatnot. But Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, definitely um, going to be seeing that. My my expectations are a tad low. Um, I did really like the first movie, but I also think it's a bit overrated. Um, I, I will say for the cultural representation and significance that it had, especially for people who you know, did see it and it did resonate with them, that can't be understated and it's very significant for that reason. But in terms of the actual story of the movie and the characters, I did not love it. Um, I think Chadwick Boseman, you know, rest in peace, he was he was fantastic in the movie, but I think as a whole, Black Panther is definitely not as high up on my list as it is for some other people. Uh, but I'm really interested to see how they pay tribute to him and how they sort of follow up the story. Um, and just in general, I'm ready for some more Marvel content. So I'm looking forward to it. Not as much as I'm looking forward to Ant-Man and the Wasp or any of the other stuff that's coming out. But I do think it has some potential to be really good. So we will definitely have to make that a topic or a partial topic at least for the next show um, to kind of give our thoughts on that. And yep. maybe I second all that. And I don't know much about Namor besides them existing so it'll be cool to see how like who they are as a villain um and honestly just like who's who's taking up the mantle like i think it seems pretty clear-cut that it's shuri but i think that there could be a twist in there that it's somebody else or at least uh, a sharing of the role or like transfer of the role um beyond just shuri because she was gone during the snap so if they filled that role during the time it been somebody else but we'll have to see yeah and, and i do think we we did see uh you know Okoye and I forget the other one's name. Is it? Um, I don't remember her name honestly. I don't want to guess. And the girlfriend, sound yeah. Insensitive, um, but you did see them in Captain America: The Winter Soldier, so we do know that like after the snap, you know they are back. We don't. There's nothing explicitly stated about a Black Panther at that time, like about there being somebody. So who mm. knows? I mean, I guess we're gonna find out. And obviously, the the trailer was done in a way that didn't give a ton away. Namor is like Marvel's answer to Aquaman, I believe. I think Aquaman was out first. Um, I honestly don't particularly care for him too much as a villain, but he's like an under underwater fish man. Like, I don't know. I will wait and see what the rationale is behind what he's doing. I, it's not the most exciting thing, especially not when you have Kang on the horizon and there's just so much potential there. And honestly, I'm just really hyped for Quantumania after seeing the trailer. Uh, for that, but I think there's a lot of exciting MCU stuff on the horizon. People talk about like MCU burnout and stuff, and I'm over here just like, no, give me more. Like I, I mean, you can consume the content however you want, and I'm not a Marvel. Like I don't think everything Marvel does is perfect by any stretch of the imagination. You know, I saw Eternals. That movie is literally like insomnia. 
um, the opposite of Insomnia, like like a beautifully shot movie with some cool fight scenes, but it was way too long. And again, I have avoided going too much into any particular topics with Marvel because I think we could fill multiple shows with that, like with our opinions, with our thoughts on there that. There is but a lot of content. There, there's a lot to talk about. People have asked, you know, are you guys going to touch on this? And I do think as we get, you know, into the end of the year and, and whatnot, like with some stuff coming up, it would be a good time to maybe dive into that. So... I'm not going to announce a topic for next week's show just yet. We don't. I don't want to lock us into anything, especially after we had to switch with the DC thing. We will get to the DC thing, but I think at this point it's going to be moved kind of to the back of the to the back of the line, if you will. Um, but yeah, so I guess I guess that's it for me. Um, have fun at the conference. Hopefully, it's not too crazy for you, and you get to get caught up on Doctor Who. Um, you know, obviously, look forward to that. You're probably going to be tired. Uh, if you guys missed it for whatever reason, we will not be live next Wednesday, but we will announce the details on when we will be live next on our Twitter. And um, I think next week, as we get into the Thanksgiving season in November, it's probably time we announce another giveaway. It's been a little bit. Um, so stay tuned for that. If you guys aren't following us on social media, make sure you do that on TikTok and. Uh, and Twitter at least. And just a quick announcement. Uh, very surprising, very close call by, you know, a few. Nicole did win the candy draft last week based on results. Um, I would argue... <laughs> I forgot that, to look. I didn't see it. I will concede defeat as a gentleman, although I would argue there was some bias. Um, but I would point out, of course, that the Kit Kat and Reese's Fast Break are still substantially better than any of the other can any of the candies that you drafted. So while you may have had a more complete lineup, I will still take to the grave the idea that my draft was top heavy um with some better uh, selections so congrats to you my friend but i'm not uh you know i'm not super happy about it thanks <laughs> hey listen isaac did tell us that his daughter who is like a year and a half she the first candy she picked was a reese's fast break and as far as i'm concerned if if a baby not baby but a young you know toddler whatever very picky and if they go for that i mean that's gonna say something i think they're just uh you know deserves a little bit of acknowledgement so yeah i ended up throwing out all that candy from that episode really <laughs> like, oh, oh yeah I, yeah that was terrible i think i ate the rest of the mac and cheese gummies the next day because i i i was high and i just didn't have any other food but, yeah I mean, other than that yeah, i mean that at was... least they're not cheese flavored you get a pass for that if they were mac and cheese flavored i'd be like bro just make mac and cheese but... yeah and i think with um when when Christmas comes around, I definitely think that uh, for our we, we got to do a Christmas show, obviously, um, oh, and then we'll yeah. get way plenty of stuff on that. Uh, I don't want to trigger anybody with the Christmas too soon thing, but I mean Christmas candy like peppermint bark is like one of my favorite all time fucking mm. things. It is so good. So um, anyway, that's gonna do it for us. Thanks so much everybody who tuned in to watch. Nicole, have fun on your trip, and uh, yeah, good luck with Doctor Who. And uh, all those of you getting God of War, hopefully you enjoy it. Let us know what you think. If you're excited about it, you have thoughts on the show, tweet at us, uh, TikTok at us. We'll uh, TikTok to you next week. And thanks for watching. <laughs>